You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Geo coming to you live from the Traveling Built Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network, live from Radio Row here in Phoenix, Arizona, as we're getting you ready for Super Bowl 57. As we get closer and closer, I'm, I'm feeling more like this is the Chiefs week. This is another Super Bowl championship for Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. That's what I'm feeling right now. The really? experience of those guys, the fact that they've Oof. missed out some of these other these other years, and they should probably have multiple championships and were denied by very good teams. I just the, the closer we get, I'm feeling like this is another one for for Patrick Mahomes because he was asked a million questions last night. I don't know why the hell I was watching the Super Bowl opening night in my hotel room last night, but I was. He, every other question was about the ankle, and, and to his credit, Mahomes is giving like a great answer every single time. He is, like, and he's giving credit to his training staff. Yeah, but like he could have been like, listen guys, like shut up, enough about the thing. <laughs> like he could have done that, but he gave the same like answer over and over again, which was very respectful, but he is going to be more healthy. I just, I don't know, I think that playing in this game... And the Chiefs having done that before and then having lost some really big games recently is going to give them an edge once they get out there. Uh, you can make a case that, hey, the Patriots had an edge over the 2017 Eagles and look what happened there. Um, but that's just that that's that's the feeling I'm getting. That's the momentum I'm feeling so right now. Here's the thing. If you're watching the Super Bowl and you see the Eagles jump out to a big lead, then that means <clears throat> that the whole thing is following the script that the Eagles have been following all year long. Like the script from Arian Foster that he said? Uh, well, the first in points scored in the first half. Okay. First in points uh, in the uh, in margin uh, in, is plus 163. So they have they have scored a plus 163 over what they've given up. That's number one. Okay. Uh, total in yards, uh, they, they lead in that. Uh, first in plays of 25 yards or more, they lead in that. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that they do both on offense and defense where they are just absolutely dominant. Yeah. And the other area, obviously, is the sack area. And this is where, you know, <laughs> yes, okay. Come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, get, your, get, your, get your head out your ass. <laughs> the other area is the sack area. That's exactly right, man. Okay. So uh, when you play a team that is this good defensively and they have those kinds of numbers coming into this game, that usually means they're going to win the game. Yeah. And they get they get a lot of pressure on opposing quarterbacks just with four, a four-man rush. It's, it doesn't take five or six guys. And they do have sack leaders pretty much at every level of their defense, from safety to linebacker to defensive end to defensive tackle. So you, it sounds to me like you're leaning Eagles right now. I, I kind of am right now. But the, the one thing I will say about the Eagles, they, they just haven't seen the quarterback that Patrick Mahomes is. You know, Daniel Jones and the Giants got d- demolished. Brock Purdy got knocked out. Josh Johnson's not winning that game in Philadelphia. So they have not had a really tough go here uh, defensively, simply because of the offenses that they had played in the previous two games. So that's the big you know knock in this game would be, okay, here's the best quarterback in the league. Now you got to try to stop him. And Tampa Bay stopped him. And San Francisco did stop him for about three quarters. 
So the question the Bengals is, stopped him in the AFC Championship game last year. Right, and they did not score a touchdown in the fourth quarter against the Bengals in the four games that they played against them. That's right. So this is like the thing that I'm looking at that, uh, you know, the Philly defense has just been incredible this year. And I would think that that is going to continue in this game because, you know, unfortunately, prior to all of this this year, Patrick Mahomes is putting up over 30 yards, uh, 30 points per game in the playoffs. That has not been the case this year. Yeah, and I, that that Philly defense absolutely is a problem with the amount that they get to the quarterbacks. We've talked about it is like historic. Uh, the numbers, the sack numbers this year for the Philadelphia Eagles. So if you like the Eagles, you'll like them because of that. Um, and I think Nick Sirianni, he's not going to be overwhelmed by this moment. He's not one of those guys. He's not, he's not, he, he, of course, is in this situation very quickly in his head coaching career, but he does not seem like a guy to me that is going to get the uh, sphincter shrinkage no. once that ball is kicked off. Like I have a ton no. of faith in him, but I, I do believe that Andy Reid, having gone through this, a ton of uh, big games like this and, and, and a couple of Super Bowls and Patrick Mahomes having gone through uh, Super Bowls winning and losing. Uh, I, I do think that stuff matters. I mean, I don't know. You actually played in a Super Bowl and you hadn't prior to that and you played against a team that had been in multiple Super Bowls. Does it really matter when the ball's kicked no, off? It really doesn't. Once the game is going, it's going. Yeah. And the, only, the only difference is, is you have uh, an elongated halftime, which everybody hates. Sure. Uh, and there are a lot of stoppages during the game because of the commercial. Yeah. So there's really, it's hard to get into a flow uh, in these types of games. But I, I will, you know, I still, I'm still going to go back to uh, that whole notion that defense wins championships. Somewhere along the line, a defense has got to show up and it's got to stop the opposing team's quarterback, especially the different styles of play that you're going to see from both quarterbacks. But, you know, the Philadelphia Eagles have been, have been up to the task almost every week this season. Yeah, speaking of the halftime show and Rihanna, so I'm walking back from that coffee place with Al and his Gina. Yep. And we're talking about Rihanna. And she goes, you're not going to believe this. At the NFL experience, Rihanna's got her own NFL licensed lipstick that she bought. Right, Gina bought, was wearing. She's like, this stuff is great. I was thinking to myself, is this not capitalism at its best right here? Like, here's Rihanna. She's about to perform the halftime show. She's here, NFL experience, lipstick. They slap an NFL logo on the lipstick, and there it is. There it is. This is what this is. This is what we're doing here. Go, you can only get this here at the NFL experience. It's yeah. exclusive. All excited. All excited. Yeah, exclusive is right. Uh, so... There's two guys, this is interesting because we're out here, and it also uh, affects one of the local teams. There's two guys left in the Arizona Cardinals head coach search because Brian Flores said, screw that, I'm going to be the Vikings defensive coordinator. I need to help that team. They're in desperate need of someone who knows what they're doing. So, and he didn't want to be around Kyler Murray in that disaster. How could you blame him? So there's two guys left. One, Lou Anarumo. Of course, Staten Island's own, the Cincinnati Bengals defensive coordinator, and the Giants offensive coordinator, Mike Kafka. And both are very, very different. Kafka's that young offensive mind, up-and-comer that teams really do like these days. Lou Anarumo, more of a veteran, defensive guy, a leader, someone who has been up-and-coming the last couple of years because how good his defense has played. And, of course, every Giant fan is hoping that it's Lou Anarumo is the Cardinals head coach, and every Bengal fan is hoping that it's Mike Kafka because yep. if these guys leave... Uh, that's a big problem. Now, I think it's a bigger problem 
for the Bengals than it would be the Giants because Brian Dable is still there. And not to take anything away from Kafka, but you know Brian Dable will find a guy that he can work with well, and I don't think that the offense is going to take a huge step back because Brian Dable is there. Uh, but Lou Anaruma, I mean, that's his defense, man. That's his unit, and that would be a big hole for them. But I don't want to see Kafka go from the Giants. And, and good for him if he gets the job, but I want to see those guys together again, Daniel Jones, Mike Kafka, and Brian Dable, and see if they could take another step forward. Well, this is what happens in the NFL when your coordinators have great years coming out of nowhere, especially for the Giants. The Bengals now, Lou has been this way now for the last three years. His his stock has been rising, and Coach Cower has been singing his praises on the NFL today, just wondering why he hasn't gotten more uh, interviews. Well, Romo, but, too, during the broadcast is yeah, but, always saying that. But here's the thing. This is the Arizona Cardinals, and they're a mess right now. Yeah. And it's one of 32 jobs, so either one of these guys getting their first job, would it's a, it's a cool thing, it's a great thing, and you can't say no. I mean, I could see Brian Flores saying no, you know, because he may want a better job or he may be looking at something else or realizing what he just went through in Miami and doesn't want to go through that out here in the desert. Sure. The desert, this, this team's a mess right now. Mm-hmm. And they do have a new general manager, so that's a good thing, but I would just say that these one of these two guys, I think it's probably going to be Kafka. Really? Wow. The only reason I and the only reason I say that, and I could be completely wrong here, is that teams tend to want offensive head coaches now. Yep. And you have a problem out here with the offense. Man, and Mike Kafka is one of the guys because he's thirty five years old. This is another one of those tough decisions for a guy like him. He's thirty five years old, he's in a great space now in the NFL because he's he's up and coming, he's the next guy. <laughs> They're offering you a head coaching job. You're thinking it's one of 32. I mean, I'm going to get a contract that's that's generational money. I mean, what do I do? See, no, and no coach ever thinks they're going to lose. Of course. Every coach thinks that they can go in and turn it around and do it their way, and it's going to have a pr- profound impact on the team. But like, whether it be Kafka or Anarumo, the thing that I would say to Michael Bidwell, the owner of the team, is like, look, man. There's a good chance that we may win one or two games next year, wow. depending what our quarterback situation is and the division we're playing in and the conference we're in. Sure. And I got to be honest, I, I would be honest with Michael Bidwell. You got to be able to swallow this if this is going to happen, because if it does happen, then we could draft, you know, Caleb Williams number one overall, because that would probably be our draft slot. And if we're able to do that, then we're going to have to figure out how to unwind from Kyler Murray. And I would not be surprised that you will hear Kyler Murray at this time next year asking for a trade out of here. Yeah, if the team goes in the tank like you expect, and that that, that does make sense. And Mike Kafka's probably thinking, too, if that is the case, like he's probably going to go there thinking he has to fix Kyler Murray. But if he can't, and they're terrible, and he gets Caleb Williams, home run. And all of a sudden, he's the coach of the year if that guy turns out to be what you expect him to be. Yeah, I, I would... I guess I would take the job if I were Mike Kafka because this is this is your dream when you become a coach, but there's got to be some reservation on his end to not jump at the first opportunity when it's the biggest mess in the NFL. So when I kind of look at the landscape at the NFL next year, I, I, I kind of believe that it's either the Cardinals or the Bucks are, are going to end up with the worst record. That, yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to think. You know, so, Well, what about the Texans? Well, I think they're going to draft the quarterback. Um, they may keep Davis Mills there. Mm-hmm. Uh, D'Amico Ryans will definitely have that defense going. They have got a lot of good young players on that team. Like they've they've spent a lot of draft capital, and they still have a lot of draft capital because of the Deshaun Watson trade. Sure, and what Cleveland gave them. So you know they're going to get they're going to get better in a hurry. 
I, 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 I could see them winning five to six games next year. What about the Indianapolis Colts, especially if they hire Jeff Saturday back? All right, so if that, that's, that's, another, that's another place that could have an issue. Uh, that could also be a place that tries to trade up with the Bears to get somebody that they want sure. as, as quarterback. That, that's the real question. So um, they, they would probably be, be in that mix when it comes to whether or not they would have a four or less win season. Yeah, I think that those are four teams right there. The two that you mentioned in the NFC and then the two that I mentioned in the AFC. So the Bucks and the Cardinals and the NFC and the Texans and the Colts, those are those are four what we would believe would be bottom feeders. But remember this time last year, you know, we were talking about the Seahawks maybe being one of those teams that were yes. going to be terrible, and they ended up making the playoffs. Uh, the Jaguars, who I actually liked to win the division and made that bet. I didn't think they'd actually do it, but I thought it was good value, and they ended up doing it. But the Jaguars were another team we thought might be not great. So these these teams, you never know, especially today at the NFL, how crazy it is. But but one of those four is a good chance is going to be awful. Yeah, or and the other thing, too, is there could be another team out there that just goes through a rash of injuries like the Rams did this year yeah. and not be able to come back and, and, and basically fall apart at the end of the season. And that also could happen, kind of like what happened to the Bears. You know, the, the beginning of the year with the Bears, new coaching staff trying to figure out what's going on with their quarterback, and they didn't know what they had with Justin Fields. And then they changed their offense after their bye week, and all of a sudden Justin Fields started to become a little bit more of a presence on the field. Uh, I'm not so sure that they know what they have at just uh, with at quarterback with Justin Fields. Right, they know they have a great athlete. They're not sure whether or not you know one of these other guys that they're going to be interviewing and scouting now over the next you know two months because we're going to be hearing all about Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and of course Will Levis. Those are the top three quarterbacks. And right now, if you look at the Tankathon, they got uh, Bryce Young going to uh, Houston. They have C.J. Stroud going to. Uh, the Colts, and they have Will Levis going to uh, the Raiders. And that's assuming no trades. Sure, that's right. And I, I th- well, unless, you know, Aaron Rodgers going to the Raiders changes what they're going to do, of course, but don't rule out the Bears for being one of those terrible teams, too. Like, Justin Fields turned it on, but still, they, they got a lot of work to do. They, they can- do, but I, I will say where they sit right now, they have $100 million uh, in cap space. Hmm. So they're the number one team with the cap space. They're most likely going to trade this number one pick. And they're going to get a haul back for that. So they're, they're, when I look at their um, draft power rankings, and I take a look at how many, you know, how many picks they have, right now they have four in the top 100. They're going to end up with maybe three more in the top 100 after this trade. Assuming they do trade the number yeah. one pick. That's how you rebuild. That, and that's exactly how you rebuild. And then you spend the money that you have under the salary cap. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We are here in Arizona thanks to Casamigos Tequila and our buddy Lee Einseidler. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. The Road to Arizona also brought to you by Optimum. Get closer, go farther, and by Key Food, get all of your tailgating needs at Key Food and their family of supermarkets. So we've had an internal bet amongst us, and it really has been spearheaded by Al and Jerry, who are on different Hmm. ends of this. And that is Will Kevin Burkhart, who started at Shadow Traffic Weather and Sports and then went over to WFAN as a part-time or even did overnight update shifts, who is calling the Super Bowl for Fox, Super Bowl 57. Will he join us? On set here at Radio Row sometime this week. And, of course, we are on from 4 to 8 in the I mean, morning. I mean, what's he doing right now? It's yeah. 5.30. I don't, local time. He's not going to come on. You're out now? I'm not out. I'm still hoping, and I'm still planning and hoping to win the bet. I don't think he's coming on. So Jerry and I were on the he will come on because he is our friend. Yes. Eddie and Al and now Boomer have joined in on there's no way he's going to come on. Here's why. Okay. Number one, it's Tuesday, and I forgot to give Al the contact yesterday. So we're already into Tuesday. So have yeah, you? It's even... not until Sunday. I understand. We're only here till Friday, though. So right, my so... guess is he's relatively booked. And the other thing was the text I got back from him when I mentioned that we were here four to eight. Hmm. Yeah, I know. Listen, he probably that's early. Sleep in, but that's you know, what he said. Uh, something along those lines. Yes, that's early. He didn't say no. He just said, contact my guy. He's got my schedule. Contact my guy. I, well, I asked who I... I no, no, no. Like, contact I, my guy, guys? He is, but because he has Whoa. to be. And I asked for who is in charge. Wow. And then I, this morning... <laughs> <laughs> this morning, I reached out to that gentleman. Oh, you did? Oh, you did. How'd that go? Would you like to hear how... He didn't respond yet, but I, I can read you the email. Yeah, yeah, please do. See if you think I did a good job. Hi, Andrew. Greg Giannotti and Jerry Recco both worked with Kevin Burkhardt at WFAN and remain good friends to this day. They would like to have Kevin come by our TV radio show at the Media Center. We are on early local time, 4 to 8 a.m. As you might imagine, it's very quiet during those hours here. Is there a way to make this happen? KB said you were the guy to get this done. Thank you, Andrew. KB, I'll commend you. Me too. You didn't mention Boomer. 
Yeah. Because no? this this is a this is a Geo and Jerry That's situation. Time out, but this, this is, is the friends. The Boomer and Geo show. Though. No, but, but but this is you're using the Friends connection. For once, I'm not you. I'm not throwing the Boomer wow. boy out there. This Thank is on you. you guys. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Plus, I didn't want this guy Fox to be like Boomer's competitor. CBS. No, yeah, smart. You know, okay. We love Kevin Burkhart. We and we've always said nice things about Kevin when he was with SNY, when he was with here, us here at the WFN. Hmm. Why not just send a text? Evan, get get your ass over here. Don't <laughs> Don't forget where you came from. <laughs> yeah. And don't screw your friends and don't backstab. I like that. I mean, and stop becoming what is the worst part of our our world. A backstabbing. <laughs> he's not backstabbing anybody. Yeah, he's like he's backstabbing. backstabbing you guys. No, he's not. No, he, may, he might be blowing us off, but not backstabbing. I mean, call my guy. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Yeah. No. Call no, my no, guy. No, no, no. Again, I asked, who do I go through? To get you over here. Okay. And he gave me the contract. Yeah, I remember when he's sitting up in Shea Stadium interview, uh, uh, interviewing, like, Mr. Met. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, it's, and we were saying how great it was and entertaining it was when the Mets sucked. Eating a corn dog, <laughs> right? Eating a corn dog. And he was good at, at his job, and he, he loved was. his job. Don't forget where you came from. The best thing he ever did was that canoe in San Francisco. That <laughs> was awesome. Right. That was a big moment that for him. That was. I will say, Al, good job, because you're on the other side of this. You did give that a very good effort in that email. And I know you didn't mention Boomer, but other than that, you did a you did a nice job. You're not trying to not get him on. You're going through the proper channels. But I'm still, listen, I'm still positive about this. I think he's going to do it. I hope so. I hope so. And I what just... is the bet? Uh, breakfast next Tuesday uh, back for, in New York for uh, a week. It's too bad you can't no, send no. that like Alpha you just no. read it. You know, like the way you yeah. read it because it sounds. I'm sure it sounds better than it actually reads, especially with your voice, right? And the inflection points that you used. Well, they said that a video, a uh, audio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. yeah, so what I'm saying. I, it's almost like you should go like into like schools and read like children's books to children. I think you'd do a good job with that. Yeah. I uh, was out at some giant rock here in Arizona yesterday. Children flocked to you. Flocked to me. Thank you, Jerry. <laughs> yep. They flock right to me, these kids. Mom, look. It looks like granddad. Oh, look at this. Yeah. yeah. What is that? Where are you? <laughs> he was sitting in the rocks. Yeah. And so then these, these, children. Little, these little kids came up, and they were like, let's sit near this guy. Kid Eddie. I can't get enough of Eddie in his element like this. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> Eddie was hiking in flip-flops, by the way. Yeah, I mean, he just, he looks indigenous to this area. <laughs> I will tell you, Al was very daring in that he wanted to go take photos right off the edge. All right, so where is this yesterday? Where is it? Hole in the Rock. Hole called. in the Rock is the name of it. Is it in Phoenix? Is it I, in, we're in Tempe? Where is we it? weren't sure exactly. Somewhere between Tempe and Scottsdale. Somewhere, <laughs> somewhere. somewhere there. Okay. It was very nice. Hole in the rock. There were people that went up to the top, and we were watching them. Literally, we're concerned the woman was going to fall off the side. Oh. And, and then also, a large lizard fell and almost landed on Gina's head. <laughs> and then I didn't know if the Gina, if the uh, lizard died or if the lizard was playing dead, so that we would leave it alone. They See, do do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks alive there. No, it was on its back. I guess. To me, it looks like it's on its... It stomach. fell from 50 feet up, and you heard... And Al's taking a picture of this dead lizard? Yes. He didn't think to do CPR? <laughs> I feel like this lizard's like, always influencers up here taking pictures. And Eddie said they play dead. Thank you. Eddie God. said they play dead. Yeah. Okay. Thank God Al wasn't one of the EMTs when Damar Hamlin went down. <laughs> Sit there and take a picture. Jesus. And you're watching it happen. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> You're watching this happen? Oh, God. Poor lizard. Uh, by the way, is that Andrew Guy's last name, Figversi? It is. I know him, too. Oh, all right. Oh. He was from SNY, and I knew him really well. Really? He was the SNY PR guy when I was still producing. And he's a guy that I've been in contact with over the years. So that go. means Kevin Burkhart hired him. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's cool. All right. It's funny. I recognize his name, too. I didn't know from where. That's, That's it. right. He's coming on. Yeah. Was, was, All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see if he remembers where he came from or not. Either way, Zucker's is coming or, today. Or he completely, <laughs> just totally big times you guys. I'll call that Fig Versi right now. <laughs> 5.30 a.m. Wake up, man. It's Super Bowl week. It's he's, Fox Super Bowl. He's got to be down here because they're doing, right? You, they're not back in L.A. they got to be here. He's got to be here. He's it's a Fox here. Super Bowl. Of course he's here. Right. He's here right now. I think it's possible because they have the Fox meeting. Andrew! <laughs> Jesus. Is anybody running here? <laughs> Nobody's running okay. or looking, actually. I think you need to do. You have to call Kevin yourself. You have to pick up the phone and call Kevin. Who's you? Me or Jerry? You. Okay. I'll do it at some point. But not right now. 530. No, I would say not right now. You that know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna, you know how you can do double FaceTime? I'm double FaceTime and Burkhart and Fig Versi and say, let's go. <laughs> Come on. Okay, what are I'm you not doing? messing around. Now, again, he didn't say no by any stretch. I yeah. just... Fig Versi. Fig Versi. Andrew Figverse. It's a cool name. It is a very cool name. I hope I'm saying it right. <laughs> if you're not, he should. He, that's how we should say it. Yeah. Figverse. Figverse. You think he's... Uh, well, I mean, I don't know if he knew this prior to yesterday, but Tom Brady said he's not going to the booth until not this coming season, next season. Mm -hmm. That's right. Well, I'm going to tell Figverse, listen, do you want the number one sports talk show in the country to trash your broadcast on Monday, <laughs> or would you like us to say that it was great? Yeah, just use that leverage. A little blackmail for Figverse. <laughs> Figverse. I just say, look, we know where you are. We know who you are. We know where you came from. Don't forget that. We'll remind you if you'd like us to. Right. I knew you pre-Figverse. <laughs> You didn't need Figverse. Come on, Kevin. All right, Jerry, you got a little bit of a sports Sponsored by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com and brought to you by Edison Heating and Cooling. First things first from last night's opening night for the Super Bowl. A.J. Brown on his head coach, Nick Sirianni. It's a room full of egos, and he silenced those egos, keeping the, keeping the team together. So he's just not he's not alone for the ride. He does a really good job, you know, with the offense, the defense. And, you know, he listens to his players, communicate with his players. And my guess is that question was about being along for the ride. Anybody could coach this team. So Mike found this. Uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson's quote about Julian Love's comment. This was to Jimmy Kemsky. I don't know if he's an Eagles reporter, but whatever. The quote from uh, Gardner-Johnson was, Tell him to pick his face mask off the dirt. He's got a captain's badge, but what is he a captain of? Ain't no leadership over there. If that's the case, y'all would be where we're at. Love it. So I it's guess that's one. as much as you're going to get. Yeah. Here was um, here was Sirianni last night. Michael Irvin, as NFL Network sends their guys out, went over to talk to him, and Sirianni wanted a little back and forth. Coach, how you doing, Coach? Good. Good. How you doing? I I'm doing well. I didn't mean to jump in on you, Coach, but I needed you. I did mean to jump in on you, but I apologize, Coach. Coach, tell me. This week. What's that? Are you rooting for the Eagles? Coach, I, I, coach, I got to keep this thing right down the middle, Coach. <laughs> no, was great at that. I guess Irvin's doing a good job with it too. But Dion, Dion was, Dion great was at phenomenal that. at and it. He walked in. He didn't care. Like the the Pope could have been asking a question yeah. at that point. Dion, but like, all right, all right, Pope, get out of here now. Yeah, the room here. parted for him. Right, he just called. All right, 
right, here we are with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Everybody else, shut up. Shh. <laughs> 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 it's me and the MVP in now, okay, for 10 minutes. It was awesome. And he would go right up to them at the podium. It was, like, compelling. Yeah. He would, like, everybody would just shout, Dion's here. It was pretty good. Uh, by the way, Sirianni was asked about the uh, the Empire State Building. Yeah. Green, his quote was, we wouldn't do that in Philadelphia. He's right. Of course not. Yeah. We do know that. Uh, here's Patrick Mahomes. So, what, so did we ever get to the bottom of that? Did we ever find out no. whether or not the NFL paid for that? Well, it's the same thing now with the Super Bowl. Whoever wins the Super Bowl is going to get lit up. So I'm assuming it's an NFL thing. It's got to be an NFL thing. And, you know, but, you know, the Empire State Building's got to be a little bit smarter than that. Well, unless they're getting cash. I, you know, certain things you can't take cash for. Well, I think everybody can be bought. Exactly. Really? Yeah. Let's see. Let's say Donald Trump wanted to paint the top of the uh, the, the Empire State Building red. Would, would they take his money and paint it red? How much is he offering? Whatever, whatever the going rate is. Might they might? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't know. They wouldn't. What do you think, Al? I'm with you. I don't think they. Would no way. It. So why the hell are they taking you know? I don't know. NFL's money to put a uh, you know if the Eagles win, you know, make it I green. Get paid for it. I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And by the way, I, I didn't say you can be bought for what right. they're paying them now. I said there's a price. I'm sure there is a price, and I'm sure that's part of the reason why it was green, because it also turned red for the Chiefs later on. Well, it's going to be even worse if they win the Super Bowl and it stays green. Yeah. I think it's going to be even worse because everybody screamed about it. Even the mayor came out and said something about it, and they do it again. What did he say about it? Uh, someone sent me the quote yesterday. I think it was Flegelman who sent me the quote, but he did. Uh, he destroyed it. And by the way, Flegelman is texting me that the... It lit up blue and orange when the Astros eliminated the Yankees in 2017, 19, and 22. You're kidding me. Yeah, look at that. Wishing the Dodgers and Astros good luck in the World Series. We split the lights oh. blue and white and orange and blue from 8 to 8. All right, so it's got, it's got to be a paid thing from MLB and from the NFL. So everybody's paying. Yeah. So now we're all just paying attention to it now. Yeah, exactly. Apparently. Because yeah. it's the Eagles. Exactly. Right? That okay. could be why. I don't know. Um, one more from the football here. Uh, here's Patrick Mahomes. Everybody obviously has fun at his expense with the way he sounds. He did. Uh, he was asked about that last night. be tough. I mean, seven Super Bowl victories, ten Super Bowls. Uh, there's a reason that he's so far ahead of everybody else. Huh. Um, it's hard That's to do. Hard. Um, but I'll do my best to chase it. But I, I got to start off with trying to win this one this week. So I just got to focus on uh, today and, and then tomorrow. That's He's talking about Tom Brady. And you made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> no, I didn't know. I did not You can't introduce one thing and then play another. I was looking forward to hearing I'm not playing it. <laughs> Either I gave Zoo the wrong one or he grabbed the wrong hey, one. Hey, uh, Zoo. Other way. Well, Zoo, was that your fault or Jerry's fault? It was the tape ops fault. <laughs> How so? How so is labeled incorrectly. This clip is supposed to be the you know unique voice of Patrick Mahomes. Okay, very good. So you guys are off the hook. Who's the tape op? Um, it is a newer guy. Okay, very good. G wants a name now. No, I just wanted to see if Zoo was going to sell him out or not. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Hey, can you, hey, Zoo, can you do me a favor? Can you skip one, two, three and get to Brandon Marshall for me? Absolutely. Is that possible? All right, so this Brandon Marshall was on with Kay Adams. I, I think you're friends with her now. Yes, I'll um, tell you that coming up at uh, 745. Nice little tease there. Mm -hmm. So Mar he reveals that uh, Jay Cutler was a no-show to his wedding. How about that? Just didn't show up. Wow. And so Marshall would go on to say it clearly had an impact on the relationship and how they spoke to one another or didn't. What did he say? Where was he? 
I didn't talk to him. I, I didn't talk to him for another three years until I got traded from the Miami Dolphins to the Chicago Bears. Not weird though to just yeah. not show up. Right, it, it is. I mean, he's also Brandon Marshall. Obviously, has gone through his stuff, so who knows where he was at that point in his life. Um, but the the plan was, and I guess it didn't happen. So when I was talking to her yesterday after this incident that I will bring up at seven forty five incident, which, which was which was mm. you had an incident, life changing. Yes, wow, absolutely life changing wow. incident. Something that's never happened to me ever before that I will never forget. Um, but are you scarred by it? A little bit, really, a little bit. Yeah. So uh, oh. so anyway, uh, her plan was to have Jay Cutler, because obviously he was on Zoom, and then Brandon Marshall is here, and the plan was to have Brandon Marshall come out during, because he's, you know, to get on the set yeah. live with Kay Adams while they're interviewing Jay Cutler, but I guess it didn't happen, because that's what they were trying to set up, hmm. the timing. That would have been fun if they talked about him blowing off the wedding, we didn't talk for three years. So and Jay Marshall Cutler could have heard? Jay okay. Cutler was here. Jay Cutler was on Zoom. Brandon oh, Marshall. Oh, I, was here. oh, I see. Okay, okay. So they wanted to do that thing. So I don't know. If Marco they... found these fun clips. He put them in. It's possible that that happened after. I don't yeah. know. We can find out. Uh, very quickly. I know we got to run here. Uh, the Nets did lose last night. Uh, played hard, but lost to the Clippers. One twenty-four, one six. It's the effort, boom. I mean, really, it's the young kids. It's the effort. Yeah. Cam Thomas at forty-seven, but not enough. Twenty-nine for Paul George. Nets take on uh, the Suns tonight on the fan at seven fifteen. Knicks in Orlando against the Magic uh, tonight. And then uh, you had the Rangers beat the Flames in overtime 5-4. Alex Lafreniere with the game-winning goal. Mika Zibinijad scored twice, including the game-tying goal. Devils won 5-4 in overtime. And the Islanders with a 2-1 win last night. Toronto had to screw the Ranger button going last night. God almighty. He won the game. Yeah, I know. But still, yeah, you got to overcome so many things that are so obvious. Yeah. Uh, Rutgers at Indiana tonight. <laughs> Coverage on WCBS God. 880 at 6.15. UConn, Marquette, and St. John's plays at Butler. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Arizona is presented by Casamigos. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. The Road to Arizona also brought to you by Optimum. Get closer, go farther, and by Key Food. Get all of your tailgating needs at Key Food and their family of supermarkets. And Casamigos plays a big role in this story I'm about to tell you. So the show ends at 8 a.m. local time here in Phoenix. And my friend Andrew Filipponi from Pittsburgh wants me to record an interview with him that he's going to run on 93.7 The Fan, my old station in Pittsburgh, a little later in the day. So I'm walking with him to where his broadcast station is. And Andrew also works for FanDuel and is on FanDuel TV a lot. So we pass the FanDuel TV set. And there is Kay Adams, the very popular Kay Adams, who was on Good Morning Football 
for on the NFL Network for a number of years and now has Up and Adams, which you have been on, on FanDuel TV. And she's getting ready for her show. And she sees Andrew, and Andrew's been on her show a number of times. She goes, oh, Andrew, good to see you. How was your flight, everything? Gives him a hug. I had not met Kay Adams before. He introduces me to Kay Adams. So, first thing she does is the classic, where's Boomer? Why isn't he here? He doesn't want to see me. Where did he go? And I said, you smell that rubber, Kay? That's Boomer. So then I look over, and she's got a display of a tequila competitor in front of her set. Ooh. That's not Casamigos. So then she sees me wearing the Casamigos sweatshirt that you have on now. Okay. All right? So playfully, she's not angry about this, but playfully, she goes, oh, no, no, you can't wear that around here. You can't wear that around here. Then, just come a little closer to me here, Boomer. Yes. She puts her hand right here. She puts her hand right here on my left man boob. Oh, right? nice. And then covers up the logo and then gives me one of these. Oh. Gives me two squeezes on the left man boob. Now, I am at this point, like, completely floored. Because I never once in my life has anybody, male, female, grabbed my man boob and gave it a honk honk and that's what happened was it titillating no you didn't feel anything i felt weird right there was it titillating there was no excitement going on like <sighs> no because it's it's emasculating like it's not like she was like you know doing heavy petting on my back of my head and going oh i love love <laughs> boomer and geo she's grabbing the most self-conscious part of my body and honking it so she honked your boob she so. did so, did you honk her boob back? No, of course not. I'd be, I wouldn't be sitting here right now. <laughs> so are you like upset or do you have PTSD over the whole thing or what? A little bit. I'm not upset at her. I'm more upset at me for, for possessing these man boobs and allowing something like this to happen. It's more of a thing, you know, a self-deprecation thing for me. But I couldn't. So, so whatever she said after that, it's just a blur for me. I just went black because I'm just uh, the whole time just thinking honk, 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 honk. <laughs> Kay Adams is like, like, you know, the thing right now amongst NFL. Oh, Kay Adams. You see Kay Adams. What's Kay Adams wearing? This is Kay Adams. Oh, look, Kay Adams. Psst, Kay Adams is here. Oh, my God, Kay Adams. Right. And she, first time I meet her, she's going honk, honk. My man boo. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. <laughs> Why did this happen? Okay. Why did this? Oh, well, she wanted. She wanted your Casamigos logo. Is what she wanted. But why did the honk happen? Like, oh. how did that happen? So I, I came up with a theory, and it was also so Andrew. When we walked away, like we got like within distance, so she couldn't hear us. And Andrew goes, "Wow, she really went for it there, huh?" And I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah, she honked your man boob." <laughs> so. And that was, of course, the topic of conversation during our interview on 93.7 The Fan. So this is what I came up with. And tell me if I'm, I'm on base here or off base. So I'm assuming that Kay Adams generally has not felt many men that don't have pecs. Did she date like Julian Edelman or something? Yes. Like, He's kind of ripped. Exactly. Right. So I'm assuming that Kay Adams at this point in her life credit to her is probably dating very in shape attractive people and she's probably you know she's used to pecs on men so when she got there and then felt the casamigos logo and it was something squishy and fun she decided to give it a little toot toot 
squishy and fun. Right. Like you would have like a stress ball. You know, you pick up a stress ball and <laughs> yes. you're like, oh, man, this is great. <laughs> Geo stress ball. Yeah. Stress boob. Stress boob. Yes. So like you like a nice pillow. You like fluff the pillow. Mm-hmm. She probably like went there to, to cover up the Casamigos logo. <laughs> She's expecting a peck, but she gets this nice soft surprise. And she goes, uh, uh. <laughs> Wow, what is this nice, soft, stress boob I that mean, I have don't, here? Don't some women do that with each other? Uh, maybe, but... Yeah, I think that that could be a thing. It, you, it could be a I thing? I think I, I have heard of that. You yeah, have heard of Like, it. hey, like, how's, how's this feel? Let me see. Yep. What cup size are you? Maybe? But all with permission. Even like, yeah, it's all permission-based, yes. But even like women with fake boobs. Right. Yes. Look at my new boobs. Right. Look at them. Feel them. Do they, they feel, feel they real? Feel real. That yeah. kind of thing. Right. Exactly. So you. But it's not. It wasn't like that for you. I mean, no. it was just. This was just something that was random. She took a shot. Got she a did. little. Got a, got a little grab. And uh, and I think you're. You should be better for it. I don't think you should look at it as a negative. I think you got to think. This is a story that you can tell your kids. What? <laughs> Why would I tell them this story? Okay, Adams. I mean, it is, you know. I guess. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's like like if you ran into Jennifer Aniston and she did it, you tell your kids, right? Sure. I mean, she's she's like that in the world of football broadcasting. She now. is right now. She I, has I the would face say of that. Vandal TV. She is absolutely. See, I don't blame her for this. I think it was involuntary. You know how like you're not tired, but someone yawns next to you, and then you just yawn. Like I just think that her hand had to do that at that moment. She had no control over it. She's like, "Oh man, like let me." Do, wow, do you think she me. has any sec- what? second thoughts about it? Like she, she's thinking about it. No, like because the way I you're think- thinking about it, if she knew that you were thinking about it, then she would think about it. Maybe, but she's probably from her perspective. She's probably not even. She probably just the second after it, she was done with it and was out of her head. But me, like the entire day, I'm trying to investigate. Like what? Why did she do it? What? I mean, did she thinking about this? So you're affected. Feel? You're affected. I am a little affected. You are a little affected. Yeah, a little affected by this. So I mean, well, I'll ask her when I see her next. Are you going to go over there? She wanted you to go. Yeah, over I know, there. but I, I I don't know if I'm going there at, at any point. They, I know they wanted me yesterday, but I couldn't do it because I had to go do that signing. Oh, okay. All right. So, and I'm playing golf the next three days, so good right, luck. Right after the show? Yes. You got to go over there, just crash the set, and be like, did you grab my G- radio partner's man, man boob? Man boob. Just I don't want to. That could make her really feel bad. I don't think so. I think she'll laugh. She seemed like a really down-to-earth person. Oh, she is? She's great. But, like, that's the first time I met her. She went, boom, right there. Do you remember the, the first time I went on with her, what I said to her? The Saquon Barkley thing? Right. And yeah. you came in and you yelled at me. I did. I said, you stole my take. It didn't give me credit. I, well, well, this whole Up and Adam show is really making me feel like a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> you go on there, steal my take, don't give me credit. And then the first time I meet her, she's honking my man boots. <laughs> This has not worked out for me, this show. Uh, oh, man, I can't believe what I work with. <laughs> I mean, I got you get your man boob grabbed, and now you're having this moment. And last night, I got Al, and I'm trying to get Al to commit to do something, and we've come up with a new phrase for Al's T-shirt. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't That's do it. it. Just simply, I can't. I'm busy. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right? yeah, I love it. I uh, I love that as a T-shirt. You know, I can't. The, the front should be I can't, and the back should be maybe on a Saturday. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. If it's local. Maybe on a Saturday. If it's local. If it's local. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.